This is Valley Views, our weekly conversation with influential and interesting folks from around the Wet Mountain Valley. Today on Valley Views, we're visiting with Carol Kennedy, who is the post commander of American Legion Post 170 here in town. They have an upcoming event that we're going to talk about a little bit and going to get to know a little bit more about her. Carol, welcome to the program. Thank you. I'm glad to be here. Now, it's really nice to have you. We haven't had the American Legion on the program that I remember, so it's uh, it's high time. First of all, your upcoming event is on Sunday, November 10th at the Alpine Lodge. We'll talk a bit more at the end of the interview, but in broad strokes, what is that event? It is to recognize the veterans in the community that have served their country, and it's made for Veterans Day, which is on Monday the 11th, and we decided to have the dinner on Sunday the 10th, so it would be available for more people to attend. And I noticed in the article in the newspaper, about 80 people can attend, which would fill up the Alpine Lodge pretty well? Yes, it would. (laughs) And generally a a sellout on this? Um, Yes, generally a sellout. How about yourself and your family? How did you find the Wet Mountain Valley? Um, I was living in Monument, and then I was living in Pueblo, and we used to go to Lake Isabel to fish and camp, and we met some folks who had a cabin up here. And they brought us over to visit, and they gave us a key, and we came every weekend to their cabin and really enjoyed it. And so we purchased land and moved on from there. Now, how long have you been a resident full-time? Full-time since 2005. For those unfamiliar with the American Legion, how widespread is it? What is the mission of the organization? There are veteran posts, Legion posts all around the world. And the American Legion was started in 1919, right after World War I. And the whole purpose was to help the veterans who came home wounded and had needs and to help take care of the widows and orphans of those veterans who did not come home. The sad part was that only veterans who participated during a wartime era were allowed by Congress to be a member of the American Legion. And so for 100 years, we've worked on that. And finally, in May, this past May, we were able to convince Congress to change that. And it was called the Legion (laughs) Act. And now any veteran who's honorably discharged from the military or active duty is eligible to belong to any American Legion post. Mm-hmm. And how many members are there locally? We have 168 members locally. My impression is that there's a lot of veterans for, our, for a town our size, if you will. That's correct. Custer County has the largest number of veterans per capita of any county in the state of Colorado. Mm-hmm. And we think it's because a lot of veterans like to come here. It's beautiful. It's a quiet place to live. They're not far from uh, medical facilities like Fort Carson. And, and so a lot of them just like to come here and hide. <laughs> My sense is those veterans who are kind of here for the quiet probably appreciate the American Legion as a touch point. Yes and no. If we are able to reach those veterans and show them what we can do to help them, then it's on the good side. But so many of those veterans suffer from PTSD that they don't want to be around anything military again. But it's been medically proven that veterans who have PTSD 
it actually helps to control those issues if they're around other veterans because other veterans understand mm -hmm. what they're going through and what they have gone through. What is the organization like in terms of meetings? Is there a monthly meeting? Are there workshops? How, how does it work? We have a combination of all those things. And, and I should tell you that we have a National American Legion level. We have a department, which is the state level. And then we have local posts. And we have monthly meetings. And we have a monthly executive committee meeting for the business side of the Legion. And then we have conventions and training workshops and we actually, as a post here, can put on any program we want to help veterans or children in the school or help the uh, community. How is the American Legion funded? We are funded by a small portion of our membership, and Westcliff's Post 170's membership is $40 a year, but we only get to keep about $6 of that, and some go to the state and some goes to national. And then we depend on either donations or fundraisers. Mm -hmm. Let me ask about your personal military history. You were with the Air Force a number of years. Where, where did all did that take you? I was with the Air Force for 28 years. When I joined an, on active duty, the Air Force was not sending nurses or females to Vietnam until you'd had one stateside tour of four years. And I came on active duty, in, like I said, in 1971. And so as a nurse, and what I really wanted to do is I really wanted to get over there and help take care of wounded. But it was de-escalating by the time I was eligible mm -hmm. to go to Vietnam. And so I just stayed in and, and worked at medical centers that the Air Force had. I was at uh, Wright-Patterson in Dayton, Ohio, mm -hmm. worked in the hospital there. And then I went to Edwards Air Force Base in California and worked in the hospital there, then came back to Colorado. I helped as a reservist in the Air Force. I helped start the uh, clinic at the Peterson Air Force Base for the 302nd Reserve Group that still functions out of Peterson. And then I was sent to the Air Force Academy, and I worked there, and I retired from the Air Force Academy. Mm-hmm. And is that what brought you to Monument? Yes. Okay. Yeah, it was as close to the Air Force Academy as I could get without living on base. <laughs> so you mentioned earlier some of the workshops, et cetera, that you have. Anything coming up uh, that's on the radar screen currently? Yes. In June, there will be our state convention, and that is generally Thursday evening, Friday, Saturday, and Sunday, and it's the last weekend in June, and we have training sessions during that that's open to any Legion member and if they have a veteran that's interested in going and perhaps joining the Legion later, they're welcome as well. Let me follow up on something you said earlier. You said you had there were 160 or so members, but there were a number of people in the Valley that you hadn't really reached or weren't really interested. How, what percentage of the vet population is locally is not part of American Legion, would you guess? Well, I would have to say since they estimate uh, the veterans in Custer County are about 28% of the county, mm -hmm. and 168 is a small number. So you can kind of do the math and uh, figure out what what's available and, mm. you know, as far as recruiting. And like I said before, up until now, 
veterans who did not serve during a wartime era were not allowed to join. And so since May, we have opened it, and any veteran with an honorable discharge or active duty is welcome to come and join the Legion. If someone out there in Radioland was interested in contacting the American Legion to find out more, uh, how would they best do that? They could go online and go to our website, the American Legion, Westcliff Post 170, or they could call any veteran that's in the Legion in the community, and we also have flyers around town at the bowling center, at Willie's, etc., that talk about membership in the Legion and how they could contact someone to join. How did the American Legion celebrate its 100th anniversary? That's a big milestone. Yes, it was. And it was a a national celebration. And every state, which they call department, is encouraged to do their own celebration. And many posts had their own birthday celebration. Post 170 went to one of the local restaurants, and we had all kinds of cake and ice cream and just, you know, a wonderful birthday get-together. And then on the national website, a lot of the states put into uh, a program form the history of things that happened in that state in the last hundred years. Mm-hmm. As we run toward the end of the program, let's get back to the event coming up on November 10th at the Alpine Lodge, which is Sunday. Describe what's going to happen there. There will be a social hour before and then there will be a sit-down dinner served by the Alpine, and then we will have a guest speaker, retired Colonel Robert McLaughlin, and he works at the Mount Carmel Veterans Center in Colorado Springs, and he'll be here to tell us what Mount Carmel and other areas do to help serve veterans. So one more time, if folks wanted to get tickets, they could go to your website and get that done? That's correct. It is the American Legion, Westcliff Post 170, and that's all together. All right. So that's this Sunday, November 10th, and you can go to the website, or uh, Carol, they can call you, perhaps? Yes, they can. My phone number is 783-2462. That's my home number, and I have tickets, and I'll visit with you, and what we normally do at that late a date is have people send us the money, and then we give them the ticket at the door. But there will be no ticket sales at the door that night. And this is in honor of Veterans Day, which is Monday the 11th. That's correct. Great. Carol, thanks for stopping by and visiting with us today, talking about the American Legion. Thank you for inviting me. We've been visiting with Carol Kennedy, who is post commander at American Legion Post 170 here in Westcliff. They are celebrating uh, Veterans Day with a big soiree at Alpine Lodge, November 10th, Sunday. My name's Gary. We'll see you next time on Valley Views. You've been listening to Valley Views on KLZR 91.7 FM. Valley Views airs Tuesdays and Thursdays at 7 a.m. and 4 p.m. and again on Saturday morning at 10 a.m. Send your ideas and comments to comments at klzr.org. Valley Views is produced by the volunteers of KLZR 91.7 FM. I'm walking on a rainbow with my feet on solid ground. 